Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. I'm Michelle. And just so you guys know, um, this is the first time that we are recording separately because due to the COVID-19 outbreak, we didn't want to possibly, you know, contaminate one another. We decided it was best to maintain our self-isolation bubbles. And so this is the first time we're recording separately. I'm in my apartment. Michelle is all the way in her house. So, so you know, yeah, so everything may sound a little it different things, than what you're things, used to. Yeah, things may sound a little different. And again, we've never recorded this way. So kind of our rhythm might be off a little bit. But we are just completely shaking things up um, for rules out the window. Yes, rules are completely out the window because it's it's just been kind of hard because, you know, basically the world has turned upside down, as I'm sure you are all very well aware. Um, it, like Everything's just kind of turned upside down in, in recent weeks. And I'm working from home, which is something I've never had to do before. And it's a whole experience. And it leaves me basically just like brain dead and so trying to focus on like taking notes on a movie and try to have an intelligent discussion i'm like i no, my brain is swiss cheese i can't i can't do that right now so we decided that we would basically invite you guys into um the kind of conversations that we have when we are literally just sitting next to each other on the couch with no microphones <laughs> which means um one of the like one of the types of conversations that we frequently have is like you know who would be great in blank the movie you know like talking like um you know, my favorite um my favorite book series of all times is the belgarian series by david eddings and i forced michelle to read it and so occasionally like we'll go months without even talking about it but then like <laughs> One day, you know, I'll walk into the, you know, I'll walk into the, you know, to Michelle's house and be like, hey, you know who would be great as Belgareth in Belgarian the movie? <laughs> and and it just kind of goes from there. And we do this with so The Dresden many, Files. Th we've done it with the Dresden That's Files. the one my husband will join us on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we have had long conversations about the Dresden Files. And... Most recently, you had um, you had seen there was it was a YouTuber, correct? Who yes, um, a uh, a YouTuber was, who was doing a like Harry Potter like series kind of like if they did if, like a Harry you, Potter, you go ahead and explain it. If Harry Potter were being made into a television series today, who would we who would he want to see in the roles? Right, and he he just finished this the the, the books, and he's going to do like one bonus episode. That's like people fan submitted afterwards, like mm -hmm. runners up kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't, you and I did not agree with like a number of his choices. And so it led to some interesting conversation oh, for us. Oh, we had probably like, oh my gosh, I can't even remember. It was at least like a couple of hours that like, I, I stayed either after like D and D or like we had recorded or something, but I, I know like for a good two hours, mm -hmm. we were just sitting there like discussing like why this guy was wrong and here's who should play the part um so we kind of decided that we were just going to to do that just for right now um we'll probably do like some more of these kind of episodes um just for for the meantime and like hopefully things will go back to normal soon um 
but we just we thought this would be fun for for us for you guys so today we are discussing because um i mean th this is my opinion you can either agree or disagree um that like marvel marvel did pretty great like in casting people for their movies dc yeah. has been kind of hit and miss <laughs> Are you alluding to the fact that Robert Downey Jr. basically is Tony Stark? Because oh, and that Chris Evans is basically Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. Mean, yeah, it's you know, like, and I mean, it's just it's just kind of uncanny. Like, I mean, Marvel, like they've they've been like pretty spot on for everybody, and DC kind of has the problem of instead of like a universe where like all the movies are kind of you know interconnected like the mcu did dc basically like ha does a hard reset on every franchise like every two years now so, yeah especially yeah now especially so i mean you've we, got the nolan verse you've got yeah, yeah, the, the the snyder verse the, the snyder verse you've got previous to that you've got the the batman you know the, 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 the like movies. the tim burton there were the, you know the tim burton yeah the which all go from batman to batman forever or batman and robin go all together sort of but just different batmans yeah um yeah because you've got you've got the tim you've got the two tim burton movies and then you've got the the joel schumacher batman movies um we really didn't have we had more like superman like tv than we did mm -hmm. um oh we've got christopher reeve is ba christopher reeve and Brandon yeah. Ralph are basically your movie until henry things. cavill yeah until henry came along yeah um i don't know what it is it seems like superman just almost does better on television um i i have a i have a theory on that Ooh, lay it <laughs> on me i think it's because you have time to see him as a person and a superhero because when you just see superman are you as there? superman yeah i mean when you just see him as, as as Superman, you don't see him. What's the right way to put it? When you just see him as Superman, you don't necessarily get to see like the struggles he actually goes with. Right. He just seems overpowered, and because I mean that's like I have a debate with a friend of mine who thinks Batman's the best, and I think Superman's the best. Arguments could be made on either side. I like Superman because to me he is such a person out of like a fish out of water in a lot of ways. He has right. to hide so much of himself. And Batman does too, but Batman's a choice. Superman has to. To live a normal life, he can't reveal everything about himself. And yeah. I love that dichotomy. And you get that easier in a TV show than you do in a movie. It's easier to show that side of things. That's that's a very good point. But yeah, so so that's why I've always thought Superman worked better, like with Lois and Clark as a series, and Smallville, and the the upcoming Superman and Lois with yeah. Tyler Hecklin. Like I think those have a better chance just because you get to see more of who the person is. That's my rant. I, Sorry. I, no, I completely agree with that. So do do well. I was going to say maybe kind of give some of our like comic book bona fides. I will fully admit until <clears throat> pretty much until like college um I didn't really pay attention to um <laughs> to like to me the comic books were basically like, comic book characters like the ones that I knew of it was Batman, Spider-Man, 
and the X-Men. And Batman, I knew about because I have a cousin who, like, when he was a teenager, he was absolutely obsessed with Batman. And so when I would go stay at my aunt's house, um, because by the time I was, I came around, he was basically in college. And so I would stay, when I stayed with my aunt, I would stay in his room and it was wall to wall Batman. Um, <laughs> so, um, it was like, I, I liked Batman because Darren liked Batman. Um, and Spider-Man was just kind of everywhere. Spider-Man was like the, like, ubiquitous character he was all over the place um and x-men i i mainly knew about x-men and this is you know before the the movies like the hugh jackman and everything started coming out i knew about those because my my high school boyfriend his his best friends were so into x-men and like <laughs> like we would just talk x-men all the time but other than that like it really hasn't been and i mean i watched like i watched uh, lois and clark um mm -hmm. And everything when I was when I was growing up, I watched that, and I did watch the uh, the Christopher Reeve uh, Superman. But for the most part, I mean, I really didn't get into comics until um, I started getting into the Marvel movies. And then, so there there's a couple that we have on our list who I know like absolutely nothing about. So um, well, I did like. Growing up, I watched Lois and Clark, like I said, but I watched the Batman the Animated Series, the Justice League oh, yeah. Animated Series. I forgot, like, I did watch some of those. I did watch. I loved Justice League. My sister and I watched, like, the regular Justice League, the Animated Series. I mean, I was like, oh man, do the math. I was like 14, maybe, maybe, maybe 15. And I, Kimberly and I would watch those, like, every, I think it was every Saturday. We would follow the story. We I, we really like the Justice League cartoons. I still really like the Justice League cartoon. I still say it holds up. Uh, but then, I I didn't never read comic books, uh, but I did. I watched all the Batman movies. I watched, like I said, Batman animated series was like I loved it so much. I completely like spaced on on <laughs> all like animated like comic book stuff. Yeah. I think just my headspace right now is like we're talking about like. <laughs> casting well, like non-voice actors and so yeah, well and that's where the dc dc gets it right is their animated oh, exactly. universe a lot of times exactly. like i mean i can't cast him but the guy who voices his voice batman for a million years kevin conroy kevin conroy is just the best choice for everything voice related mm -hmm. to batman for me Agreed. like he was on uh the crisis on infinite earth's crossover that they had on the arrowverse yeah. as bruce wayne mm -hmm. as like a beaten broken yeah. bruce wayne and he took like a dark turn and and all this kind of stuff but he walks down those stairs and you hear they did a brilliant thing because you hear him before you see him mm -hmm. which is brilliant like that's just because that you hear that voice and as a 90s kid yeah. my brain immediately went well that's bruce wayne <laughs> right um, but like superman I don't even know why. Like, Lois and Clark is probably a part of it. But, like, just the story of Superman. And I watched Brandon Routh's Superman. Um, I didn't see Smallville until college. But I really liked Smallville. Yeah. I like. I just like the idea of of the Lois and Clark Superman in a lot of ways, even though he's not the comic book Superman. Um, right. But, yeah. But yeah, I grew up on on those things. And then Smallville and Arrowverse and stuff as I've been married and mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I'm, I mean, I own a lot of those on DVD. I watch most of them, if not all of them. 
So yeah, that's, yeah, that's where I come from with it, I guess. But, and I know a little about everything. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I I read wikis a lot and cause I mean, it's so hard to like keep up with comic books. Yeah. Like, cause there's so many different like storylines and everything. So I kind of have a few that I like and I will, I will Mm -hmm. keep up with those few, but, um, but yeah, I'm, it's hard for, for me to really get into the comics. Um, so I guess we should start this fan cast. So so we will, we'll go ahead and start with, I say with, start with the big kahuna. Who, who would you cast for Superman? Okay. Now this one, I went with a very different choice. Um, (laughs) okay. A lot of people, a lot of people go a certain direction with it. And I was like, you know, we've seen this certain direction a lot of times. So this time I went with Henry Golding uh, from Crazy Rich Asians. He he is on my list, but not a Superman. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw somebody suggest him and I went, you know what? He has the jawline. He's He has this kind of ageless, ageless thing to him that right. I really like. And I mean, I had other people that I thought of, but he was the one I finally went, I've got to settle on somebody because yeah. I'm never going to be satisfied with anybody. Because <laughs> I think Henry Cavill is almost perfect mm-hmm. in the role. I think it's really difficult to find someone who's as good as Henry Cavill. But Henry Golding would be my choice to at least try it in a new direction. Right. For for me, um, I also went in a little bit of a different direction. And I'm going to preface this. I've only seen the, uh, the Brandon Ralph uh, Superman movie one time. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and it got, I think it was like in college or something like that. I don't remember. And I've seen it <laughs> one time. It, it was a long ass time ago, but, um, I don't know. And it's probably just because I know enough about Brandon Routh is just a human being. <laughs> and like, to me, like he looks the part I like, so I have a hard time getting the mental image of Brandon Routh out of my head. And I have that problem mm-hmm. for a couple people on this list, but Again, like I thought, okay, I want to like I want to like completely shake it up. I want to do something different, and so, um, I picked Aldous Hodge. Um, and that, part, I have no problem with that. That, that like, is a lovely, yeah. And part of that is due to the fact that you and I have been talking leverage lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so, um, so yeah, so I I picked Aldous Hodge, and who she's who, also on my list, but that's funny. uh. But um, as something else completely. Who did? Because uh, we we also talked about you know well if you've got if you got Superman Clark Kent you know who who do you have for for the parents for for the Kents for the Kents okay now this it would depend on if you want like younger Mon Pa Kent or older Mon Pa Kent yes so I chose both uh huh <laughs> so for older uh older like established like Superman's been around a while if you want to have mom and dad and not have dad killed off like most things do i said mary <laughs> steenburgen and craig t nelson i like it um i i just i really like them they're they're married in the movie uh the book club yeah they're also also the proposal. Yeah. yeah i forgot about the proposal book club they're also married and i was thinking about that one because i've seen it most recently mm-hmm. um and they just have this really great chemistry and i buy them as like homespun people mm-hmm um, and if you want like a younger one who's still establishing, I will say I think John Schneider is amazing. He's he's pretty great, yeah. Um, but for like a like a like that same era, I said Holly Marie Combs and Michael Shanks. 
<gasps> I like it. I want you to know I wanted Holly on my list somewhere <laughs> and I like I wanted it so bad. Well, I went into my brain space of who do I find maternal and wise? Yes. And my brain went went to Charmed and went to Pretty Little Liars and and just Holly Marie Combs in general has this like Yes. I mean, I, I think of that, like the shots of her in Charmed when she's like Mother Earth, basically. Yes. Like those, like she's just got that that thing about her she, that makes me feel like she could be in the kitchen in the kitchen and she would yell at Clark for you know drinking out of the milk carton, but she could also yell at him for speeding through the house, but still have those like heartfelt discussions she, and. Yeah. and same thing for Michael Shanks. I think he's got the the chops to oh, he, to make me feel. Definitely, he's definitely a a, a pocket type. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, and he's not really played that ever. But I think true. I think it's something he would be very good at. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, what did you do? Well, um, I I don't know why they were the first two that popped into my head, but. Um, I I thought Paget Brewster and Nathan Fillion. Yeah, um, those are great. Yeah, but then yeah. but then once I decided Aldous Hodge as Superman, I thought, oh, Idris Elba and Octavia Spencer would be great as his parents. Well, but the other nice thing is, this, and this is gonna sound really weird, um, it, it, it would lend itself to that out of out of stepness. Yes. If if they don't match, because they're he's adopted. I know. Everyone knows yes, he's adopted. I, I know that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I also love Idris Elba <laughs> in anything. So, and uh, mainly, I don't like, remember... mainly where my th- where my thought process went was Id- was Idris Elba in like a like flannel shirt, <laughs> <laughs> like working on a farm. I was like, I can see it. Um, I thought I had him on my list for something else, but I guess I don't. I just thought about him a mm-hmm. lot. I mean, who doesn't? Well, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, we would all climb that mountain. Um, so, okay, so keeping with the the Superman train, who is your Lois Lane? Okay, now this one is thanks to my husband a little bit because I okay. I was really struggling with Lois Lane, and I was struggling with Superman and Lois. Like those were probably my two of my biggest struggles, and uh, I ended up saying Stephanie Beatriz. I like it. Um, once again, it's someone who's a little different. She doesn't necessarily come off as your typical Lois Lane, like just, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you want someone that you can believe you believe her when she's undercover, you believe her, you know, cause that's always been my problem with man of steel. And I know a lot of people love man of steel and I like Amy Adams a lot, but I find her Lois Lane very meh. Like I, like I right. just don't feel like she's believable in the role. Um, and, and that comes down to writing as much as anything. I will wholeheartedly um, agree with that. And, and there's some direction issues, I think, that I think they make Lois a little too damsel and distressy for me in yeah. in both Man of Steel and B- B- BBS. Uh, she's just a little too damsel and distressed. I like a Lois who can handle herself and occasionally gets in over her head. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I just, and I think Stephanie Beatrice has that. Has and this is gonna sound really weird. Terry Hatcher had it in the '90s too. As much as she did always get in trouble, she also knew martial arts and was able, like yeah. a little bit of martial arts, and could. She had like the '90s like training in uh, self defense. Yes, and I could see Stephanie Beatrice being like handling herself most of the time, Absolutely. and I liked that image. So, what did you do for me? Because again, because I still have 
that uh you know that kind of brendan routh like mental image for superman mm-hmm. if, if i were going with him i would i would cast uh kate siegel um mm-hmm. i i don't think there's anything that you personally would know her from but listeners would know her as adult theo on uh the haunting of hill house netflix series um she is just she has that thing like what you were just talking about of like like i can take care of myself but ultimately like maybe gets in over her head sometimes um Mm -hmm. but like she she was just the first kind of thing that popped into my head but then like i thought about it a little more um and if i'm going with aldous hodge as superman then for me lois lane is goo goo and botha oh i like that too yeah Mainly, I like I, I love I, Gugu. So I was, I was like, Gugu, like she's one of my absolute favorite actresses. I got, I got to have her in here somewhere. So, um, okay. So, who is your Lex Luthor? Oh, that is where my okay. So I have two different ones. Once again, it depends oh, on what alternate way you want to go. Yes, I, I'm the same way. I also have two Lex Luthers. Okay, so my Lex Luthor, and I contend one of the best Lex Luthers to ever be captured on film is Michael Rosenbaum. Agreed. I I remember watching BVS. And being so annoyed because I felt like like I, he's Jesse so... Jesse Eisner missed the mark, like oh, just in in line delivery alone. Like the speech was there, but he chose to deliver it crazy versus intimidating. Well, yeah, it's it was basically like he put the wrong and you know he put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, kind right? of right. Because if if you watch Smallville. Michael is able to deliver like diabolical speeches in Shakespearean manner. Oh yeah. Like there's a, like watching him face off against John Glover as his father. Mm -hmm. Like it is, if you enjoy watching good film, Smallville has a lot of issues, but the stuff with John Glover and Michael Rosenbaum is not one of them. Yeah. It's, it's always like spot on. Their performances are so interesting. Agreed. That is fabulous. My my second choice, which once again, this is kind of a what way would you go? That's where Idris Elba comes in. I mm-hmm. want to see Idris Elba play a put together intelligent villain. Oh, because yeah. I, I that would be that. that would be terrifying in a gorgeous way. And I don't mean that just because he's a gorgeous man, but in like no that like makes me excited and makes me want to watch that movie. If that makes sense. No, I I completely agree. Um and. I, I also had two choices for for Lex Luthor because the two that I picked, I think they they would both be incredible, but for completely different reasons. And so the first person that I thought of, and this and this is also a little bit of a middle finger to Marvel because he was so perfect, and they did not use him to the best of his abilities, and that is Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Yeah, but he's such a great Justin Hammer. He but yeah. really is great as Justin would, Hammer, but he, like James thoroughly like missed him in that movie. And like I hate to be like crapping on Jesse Eisenberg, but I'm gonna do it just one more time. He he brings the right sort of crazy. Yes. If that makes sense. Like he oh, can have that like off kilter edge that, that and bring it back to being yes. terrifying and not kid throwing a tantrum. Yeah. That, that, and part of that comes with maturity just as a human being, not just agreed. As an like not just as a, as an yeah. actor, but anyway. um, but also I I have recently watched um, Fosse Verdon from FX, mm-hmm. and holy fuck balls, he is incredible in that. And so that like I still had that kind of like 
lingering in the back of my mind. But the other one, and this is where I say I think it would be like incredible, but for different reasons. And this is going to sound very out of left field, but I'm going to say Billy Zane. Oh yeah, absolutely. Billy Zane has that has that like tall, menacing. Yeah, yeah I see it. There's there is something menacing, but it's in a. It's more, yeah. a little more of like a, a quiet menace. Of like, yes. Like, yes. And, and like I've mentioned, you know, I've mentioned before, um, at least to like you and I talking, if not on the podcast, that Billy Zane has a little bit of this, like, um, a little bit of like an old Hollywood actor kind of aura to him. You know, that kind of like, you know, Cary Grant, Jimmy Stewart kind of like, you know, like grace and charisma that like you really don't see in a lot of modern actors and yeah and so i think he would be great like i said in this in this very kind of like quiet menacing but like you know mm-hmm. still very you know like he's you know like there that there's something with him it would be like you can definitely see that there's something like beneath the surface that's terrifying um but anyway we we will we will Move on to Batman. Okay, um, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, talking about Batman, <laughs> you've got two different, pretty distinct different Batmans, right? You have yeah. young Batman who's just starting out that we've seen the origin story of, or you have older grizzled Batman. I, I love you for mentioning this because this is exactly what I did with my choices. I'm like, I, I, ha- I have a younger Batman and a slightly older Batman. Well, and then, like when we get to some of Batman's uh, people, I have older and younger for the same reasons. Yeah, I think I've got um, a couple of those too. So Batman, if he's older now, and this is a little bit predicated on I'm very biased against it, or for this person because I love this person. Um, but Keanu Reeves for like an old grizzled, like an older, not old, but like an older right. grizzled Batman who can take a you know take a beating and get right back up. It. I, I can see it, and I want you to know, I also, like, I wanted Keanu Reeves on my list somewhere and, like, could not figure out where I wanted I, it. I'm not sure where I saw it. I think I saw somebody else say something about him being able to play it. And I was like, yes, because, like, you see John Wick, and, like, John Wick is, like, the age that an, an older Batman would be. Yeah. And you see the physical tolls that takes on his body and, and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But he also has this, like if he has a mission, he's going. Yeah. And I feel like Batman, like he could take that and channel it into Batman. So effortlessly, but like just, it would just be so on point to watch like him play like that particular type of character, younger Batman, like just starting out getting like established in, in the city. I said, John Boyega, <gasps> shut the front door. I also said, John Boyega. <laughs> yes. But yeah, because I mean, I looked him up on age, because age wise, I was like, I want someone like late twenties, early thirties for that, you know, that younger Batman, yeah. and he's like twenty nine, I think yeah. twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. And I went that right there. Yes, I was like, he's got that look, and once again, he could channel a lot of physical stuff into that, but he also has this like reckless side to him that you would uh-huh. have younger you know what i mean like yeah you know what i mean because you said the same thing so. yeah absolutely i'm right there with you um well then i will just go ahead and say that for for my like older batman um because i don't know why like i was thinking of it in terms of of like uh, like i i kind of kept mine a little similar just in, like because like 
I don't know. I think like in my head, I was thinking of like, like we have either it's like flashbacks or something like that, where we need like an old and young Batman in the same movie. So, so I had, you know, John Boyega for younger Batman and for older Batman, Mahershala Ali. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you're, if they're playing, yeah, yeah. Especially if they're playing like the same, same movie. Mine was depending on which movie you're making. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's mine too. I'm okay. So you and I had, when we were talking about the, um, the kind of list that we wanted, uh, that we like the people that we wanted to cast, we said, you know, we'd throw in like a wild card. Um, Mm -hmm. well, I don't know why I didn't think to mention it because we included the Kents. So my brain thought I have well, Alfred too. You're good. Well, no, no, no. Well, we did. Oh, okay. we, we said Alfred. We oh, we did. Okay. We didn't mention Martha and Thomas Wayne, and so uh, which because it, and it's because they don't really play a part. But if we're doing yeah, they have such a small. It's such a small part. But however, if we are talking like younger Batman, like inevitably, like oh you know, yeah, yeah, we need like a Thomas and Martha Wayne, and so um for Thomas and Martha Wayne, if we're going with a John Boyega, then, or, you know, and Mahershala Ali, then, then for the Waynes, I see, uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. I'm on board with this. <laughs> Just 100%. I will take that. Yes. I love it. Uh, but anyway, go, uh, who, who is your Alfred? Okay. Now, Alfred, once again, you had, I had to do two because it depends on what movie you're making. Yes. So if you're going like older Batman, like Keanu Reeves, I have Ian McKellen. Or okay. Anthony or Anthony Head. <gasps> I also have Tony Head. <laughs> um, I mean, Tony. The, the thing with Tony is there's a fine line between, like, I think he could do it, but there's just this fine line between sass and, and too far. But I think, yes. I think Tony would nail it. Ian McKellen was just the actor that was of the right age that I thought would bring that like. I just yeah. keep thinking of him in in uh, what is that show? The name of the show where he's married to uh, Derek Jacobi. Oh my god, I can't um, remember the name of it. But like that that level of like snark and sass that's Absolutely. done with a both of them those actors have that. Tony Head is more like if you're going to go like the Jeremy Irons version, yeah, like that would be what I would see Tony Head doing. But if you have John Boyega, then you're going to need a slightly younger Alfred, yes. right? Not super young, but young enough that he could have been friends with the parents. So for that one, I went Colin Firth. I like it. Because the idea of Colin Firth, like, working with John Boyega and being like, you know, there's just so much to it that I'm just like, well, I like that, it. yes. Well, I, see, I kind of went, because I I, I I technically have three options, because mine was like, I just wanted somebody in in this, like, in a similar vein of you know mm-hmm. just like a tip like basically like your typical like british butler but you know somebody who who can hold their own and somebody who can you know come with the snark and everything like that um and so you know i, I said tony head for kind of like for if we have an older batman um and my initially like the first person that i thought of for for alfred when i was when i was thinking of a younger batman and like so, a John Boyega, like you have, it would be Richard Armitage. Oh, that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I said, I mean, I know he's not necessarily like you know he's not that old, but Anthony Head. Um, I recently watched the series The Stranger on Netflix, in which he plays Richard Armitage's father. 
And so oh. that, that's why I think of him for older, like an older Alfred for an older. Makes Batman. sense. Yeah. But the other one that I thought of, if we want to like split the difference a little bit, then um, Jason Isaacs. Yeah, he would be excellent. I thought about him a little bit too. Yeah. I thought about him for a couple of different things. I, I do too. When thinking about stuff. Yeah. I, I mainly, I was like, I just want him to be somebody other than a villain. Cause like it's fair. He gets he gets a little pigeonholed, and I like I've seen him do so many other you know I've seen him do other things, and I like I think he's fantastic. Um, so we also talked about including Commissioner Gordon. Who did you have? Right, Sterling K. Brown. <gasps> I Drop thought it. <laughs> no, you are absolutely right. Um, I I wanted to include him somewhere, but I don't. I tend to think of of commissioner gordon as being somebody older Mm -hmm. and so i don't know why but when when you and i were having the conversation and like i was scribbling notes like on my like i was scribbling things down on my notepad and like my notebook looks like like the manifesto of a serial killer because like it's so (laughs) many things like like crossed out and 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 everything um but i don't know the first person that popped into my head for commissioner gordon um, was was somebody not necessarily him, but in the same vein of like like Tom Hanks kind of, um, mm-hmm. and it. But again, you know, I was like, well, I I don't know. But then I re- but then I suddenly thought of Richard Jenkins, and which I don't I know Richard Jenkins mainly from like Six Feet Under. Um, I know Richard Jenkins. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like he's he's been in a million things. And to me, Mm -hmm. he has a little bit of that, like, there's like a kind of a dark glimmer. And if like people if you've ever seen him, he is like, if you've ever seen him in like Cabin in the Woods, something like he's, he's so fucking great. And like, I love him. And (laughs) I've seen him play such like a wide range of things. But um, then the other one, um, the other one that I thought of kind of, uh, you know, a little more like middle of the road, but also it's just because I know him, I know about him more as a person than an actor. And that's Timothy Omenson. Oh, I love Tim Omenson. I was like, I was like, oh, he could be a, he could be a great commissioner, Gordon. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, who do you have for Catwoman? Okay. So once again, I had to do two because you got older and younger. Okay. Okay. Um, so for Keanu Reeves's Batman, mm-hmm. I have Marina Baccarin. I like it. Um, I just the, the idea of the two of them playing off each other, like she has that oh, coy. She's, she's so great. Yeah. Josh and I have been rewatching the show The Mentalist, and she's on two episodes of that. Oh, right. And she's so good as this like she's not a serial killer, but she's a a black widow. Mm-hmm. type type character like a femme fatale yeah. she's very good in that type role but also you know you and i've seen firefly and and i've seen her in the show stargate like she has all of these layers yeah. to her that would be really cool to see um for john boyega's i wanted a Catwoman that was around the same age maybe like i, I didn't care if it was a little bit older a little bit younger but someone who was probably going to be a more established like had definitely been doing this before he showed up Mm-hmm. thing I, hannah john came <gasps> dude shut the fuck up like she she is my only pick because <laughs> i literally like i thought of her and then nobody else could come well, into see, my head 
I thought of her, but I was like, she wouldn't work with Keanu. Like that, that just, not that they couldn't work together, but like for me, that would just be the age difference would, would distract me as Michelle. It probably wouldn't distract 99% of people, but yeah. like, it's like a 20 year age gap or more. And I was just like, eh, I don't, I, I'd rather have it be someone close to the same age just because I find that more interesting. Yeah. for I, I will say for me, I put her down as cat. Like she was one of the very first people that I cast. And so mm-hmm. I had her completely locked in before I settled or not settled, but like before I decided on Batman. So it never occurred to me to like go back and like find somebody else because like to me, she's just too fucking perfect. Although I will say I am very, very excited to see Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Oh, I think like, she'll be great. I yeah, absolutely. Really yeah, um, I think she'll be great. Robert Pattinson is not someone I ever would have picked as Batman, but I can definitely see him doing it. Oh, like, it's yeah. the same, yeah. Like, yeah. DC has... DC has kind of snuffed out any goodwill that I've had for for their franchises over the last several years. And so it's kind of... It's been you know it's it's not an easy feat to get me actually excited about a dc movie now Mm -hmm. but when i was like okay robert pattinson is batman interesting but it wasn't but until they started like rolling out the supporting cast of this movie that i'm like fuck they're perfect oh my god this person would be great oh okay god damn it i have to see this movie now (laughs) like um but uh going on uh who do you have for the riddler Okay, so the Riddler, um, we, we talked about doing a campy Joker. Are we still putting that in? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. I have so Joker the Riddler, the Riddler, Josh and I were talking about it, and I said a name, and my husband said yes. Now, you don't know the actor that I'm going to talk about. Okay. Uh, it's Hale Appleman. Uh, he is known right now primarily for The Magicians, which by the time this episode airs, the day this episode airs, magicians will be over like it will have ended like the week before mm-hmm. um his character on the magicians is elliot and elliot oh Wong, that guy okay um he but the, the actor has played i mean a couple of different versions of elliot uh but also the last season season four uh he was possessed for the entire season by a sociopathic like like monster that killed people for fun and thought it would and was like almost a child in its understanding mm-hmm. but like he, he didn't understand he wanted him to stop talking so he took their lungs out yeah like that kind of like scary thing but he was so good as that like but elliot has this i want to say genocide qua but also he has everybody in magicians is, has a super dark past and history and his, for me, Hale Appleman is probably the one of the best actors in the show. I think the show is full of amazing actors. Let me say that super upfront. If you liked the first four seasons of Magicians, because a lot of people won't watch Magicians after the first four seasons, which I understand. But uh, I think Hale Appleman is just really great. But he has the like lanky look too, and he's got that like, what's the right way to say it? Not like. Yeah, flippant. That's the word. Like the flippant way of saying something that is super serious, but he can say it flippantly. And I could just like, I was like, that right there is what I want. Just granted, like also Hell Appleman is just wonderful and I would put him in anything Mm -hmm. ever. But but yeah, like I was just the the direction my brain went was, ooh. And my husband agreed with me that it was a great choice. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) now who did you choose? 
Okay. Well, I actually told you this one when yes. when we were making the list because I it popped into my head and I just like I I shouted out loud that like holy shit, I want I suddenly want to see Donald Gleason as the Riddler. Cuz yeah. he he has that thing of like where he could be that kind of campy but a little dark and he mm-hmm. has that, you know, like tall lanky kind of look to him. Um, that being said, um, as I was typing up my notes, um, I suddenly realized like, oh my God, I would also like pay anything to see Matthew Gray Coogler as the Riddler. He would be really good too. Yeah. He would actually be, I I think I would actually make him, uh, I don't have this on my list, so I feel safe saying it. I would make him the scarecrow actually. Yeah. Oh, he, he would be I think he would be great in that terrifying fear. Yeah. Great. And like, he's such a weirdo yeah accurate <laughs> I, I love him so much okay so now like the big kahuna of all batman villains the joker and okay, I, I wanna, I, I, yeah i want to preface this by saying you and i both agreed we are very sick of the kind of you know the now very common like dark psychopathic joker yes and so we said none of that for our choices like we we are tired of it we don't want it anymore so we we that we basically agreed that uh, we were going to go with a um campy you know Cesar Romero painting over his mustache joker so, <laughs> so, so keep that in mind yeah, this isn't like keep that in mind for for these choices because like now, we actively decided on that route so the name i'm going to say you're going to know 90% of our audience is not going to know Okay. And this is because my husband said it and said, there is no other choice. <laughs> you cannot choose anything but this person. And that choice is Jeff Blim. Jeff Blim is in a very Potter, yes. not very Potter, uh, Holy Musical uh, Batman. And he plays the Candyman, which is essentially like a insert for the Joker, but they didn't want to do the Joker either. Yeah. And and he it's on YouTube. It's free. Uh, Jeff like, Lim writes. I should have you know. I like. I should have said this at the top that like if anybody is listening to to this episode, like when we are done talking, you need to go to YouTube and watch the Team Star Kid musical, like Holy Musical Batman. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a must watch. It's it's if you enjoy DC and you don't mind mocking DC a little bit then you're good. If you're a DC, like I worship at this altar and you can't change anything, then don't watch it. But, but yeah, I, I just come to it. Like Jeff Blim brings this like Jim Carrey esque. A little bit. In a, yeah. a in very... a more, in a more weighty way. That sounds so weird to say no, that way. Jim Carrey is no, amazing. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Because the thing, the thing about like for those of you who have not experienced Team Star Kid musicals, and to be fair, he's he's not in the early ones, but yeah, um, but the, like he was in a very Potter senior year. He was he was the spider. <laughs> he's the spider. Yeah, it was so fucking stupid. His first one was Twisted, where he played Aladdin. Who? Well, I no, I mean, or was Holy Musical Batman before? Holy Musical Batman before, Batman, right? Holy Musical Batman was before Twisted, right? But I, I mix those up. Thing, the thing about Jeff Blim is that, like, he does over-the-top comedy so well. Yes. But, but there comes a moment in every Star Kid show where whatever character he is playing completely loses their shit. And yeah. as the audience member viewing this thing, you watch it and you go, 
holy fuck, he is like gonna go like he's gonna fucking kill people. <laughs> well, because I mean, he's gonna it, go ham and just like kill everyone. In, in Holy Musical Batman, he he his whole you know aesthetic is that campy, over the top. He's gonna kill the entire civil the, the entire citizens of Gotham with a uh, oversized warhead. And yeah, Candyman. So everything has a candy pun. Everything is candy pun. But it's the so moment great. in Twisted. Right, because he sings a song in Twisted uh, called "Orphaned at 33," which is hilarious. Because he plays Aladdin, who guys twist. Aladdin is kind of the villain. He's one of the villains of of Twisted. And explanation: Jafar's story. Twisted is the the like the wicked version of of Aladdin, in which you know. Wicked took the Wicked Witch of the West from the Wizard of Oz and made her the protagonist and not, you know, and like her, basically her villain origin story. Um, yeah. And so that's what, that's what the Starkid musical Twisted does for, like, does for Aladdin. And so Jafar is really the good guy and Aladdin is something. Yeah. <laughs> Aladdin is something. Aladdin, th- there's a moment toward the end, and this is a spoiler, so I'm, I'm sorry to say this to you guys ahead of time. There's a moment toward the oh, end so where there's, there's a twist, and you find something out about Aladdin, and he does a full Gollum Smeagol moment. Yes. And it is terrifying, and it's what makes, it's one of the things, that and the Candyman are the things that make me go, that is a joker. Like, that is a good, oh, absolutely. like, makes me feel the feels, but also can take it in a mustache-twirly fun way. Because, yeah. and that's the other thing, Jeff Blim, uh, if you watch Star Kid or you don't watch Star Kid, he has actually uh, written, m- written on most of the stuff since he got on the, sh- got, yes. since he joined Star Kid. He wrote the entire musical with some help from, uh, for the Trail to Oregon. He wrote pieces of, uh, the man who the, the guy who did like musicals, the guy did like musicals, uh, like he's written pieces of pretty much everything they've done since he joined, yeah. and he's just it's just Josh said it, and I was like galaxy brain. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, like I want that. I, I would love to see like him and John Boyega face off in oh, a fun right. fight. Like yeah. it'd be great. I mean, you've absolutely nailed it, but like I, I didn't. <laughs> think of Jeff Blim because I was like okay well I'm gonna Josh, stick with, with people. full credit who, to the husband on that right full credit to uh, my husband because like, I was trying to stick with like people that you know our listeners would know who they are and so like I won't like now that like you you've absolutely nailed it with Jeff Blim <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to say that for mine I, I like well it either needs to be John Mulaney or Ben Schwartz John Mulaney would kill it too. I'm so there for John Mulaney. Oh my gosh. John Mulaney is the meme of our generation. Like it's just a beautiful thing. Oh man. So, okay. Who did you, who did you pick for poison Ivy? Okay. Poison Ivy. Okay. So this is, I only have one choice and it's Tessa Thompson. Mm, She's great. I, I just love the idea. Like once again, I love Tessa Thompson. Um, I love her in Marvel, but also her work in Westworld is one of the reasons I choose her in this. Westworld, I know you haven't seen it, right? I have not. Um, she's in the she's in bo- uh, both seasons. Well, I haven't watched the third season yet, but she's I know she's in all three seasons of Westworld, and her character is so interesting. But she she just I I can just see her doing the poison ivy thing in such mm-hmm. a like clever way and bringing like something new to it. Yeah. 
So I, I thought about including her on my list, but for whatever reason, I, I gave myself the, the kind of the, the limitations. Like I didn't want to start pulling like too many people from the Marvel universe. I wasn't even thinking about her being from Marvel when I said her. Yeah. That wasn't, um, yeah. But so, uh, for mine, initially I thought of the actress Holiday Granger, which I don't know that you would really know. Yeah, I know who she is. Okay. Um, I do know who she is. Like, I think she, I think she's great. But then I realized, I'm like, as good as she is, I think Natalie Dormer would be just a little bit better. She'd be interesting. I've also heard Brianna's interested in actually playing Poison Ivy, like for real. That I would totally be down with that. Right? Um, Natalie Dormer's really interesting too, though. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're totally fine. And the, the re- I think the, the reason that I thought of Natalie Dormer is just because I, two things, I had recently like watched like a music video and she, like she was in the music video. And, um, but also I was re-listening to, uh, to the, to the, uh, to the, uh, like the full cast, like radio production of Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere. And she plays door and she's Mm -hmm. so great. And I just, I just like, she's like, I've just had her voice like in my head all week. And so like, I just kept thinking, I was like, no, I I think she would be great for poison Ivy. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on to, uh, probably one of the harder ones. So it was for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Harley Quinn. I did not do Harley Quinn. She's not on my okay. list. Um, I will say that I think that uh, Margot Robbie does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And it would have been very difficult for me to cast anybody. Because I have that Margot Robbie and that Batman animated series image in my head. It would have been really hard to you cast know, anybody. I, I completely agree. And and while I... Like, while I think it's 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 going to be hard to find somebody other than Margot Robbie. Like it's going to be hard to do that for a very long time. I mm-hmm. don't know why, but all of a sudden, like I was just kind of like, you know, typing out my notes and, and like scanning my, uh, my DVD shelves and just thinking of various actors and things. And I, I got to crazy rich Asians and all of a sudden my brain went, Holy fuck. Aquafina. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's something about just like, her style of like acting and like comedy and everything was like I think she could be pretty great Harley Quinn but I mean like we agree it's it's gonna be really hard to top Margot Robbie for a long time yeah and I didn't um, I forgot to write her on my list which is why you don't oh, have one for oh, me no sorry way. well I've got one and um I've got one I've got that several I have that are gonna be probably on your list yeah um we mentioned Two-Face did you have anybody for Two-Face I do Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this comes from two reasons. All right. Everyone says this guy should play bat or should play Superman. And I love him, but I don't want that. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is the physical build of two face. If you watch like the old cartoons and stuff, he is physically built like Batman. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's a bigger dude. I went with Matt Bomer. Okay. Because I can see him doing both of those, like just both those type of roles. Like mm-hmm. it just, I could see him playing both sides of it so well. And he has that good looking thing that, and, and that good looking charismatic thing that Harvey Dent is supposed to have. Yes. And, and taking it and like twisting it, I think would just be so interesting to me. I would rather play, see him play something like that than something like Superman. And also I love him, but I think he's too old to play Superman now. I no, I agree. I mean, what? I love him, but yeah. no, I, I absolutely agree. 
Um, I think he's like the number one on everybody's list to replace Henry Cavill. And I'm like, no, I mean, he's definitely too old to do it. Like several years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually Uh, made it to the finals with Brandon Routh. Routh beat him out. Like that, that to me, yeah. So back then, absolutely. But now it's a totally different ballgame. Yeah, no, there's absolutely no way. Like that, I think that he should be Superman now. Yeah, um, I mean, he definitely like he has the look. He has the whole like Superman aesthetic, but mm-hmm. I mean that doesn't mean he should be Superman. Yeah, um, that's why I thought like like a Harvey Dent, like yeah. that person who is this man of the people who then gets like torn asunder for stuff that isn't really his fault. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I think he I think he could be great at at that. Um, I had two people that I thought of for Two Face. Um because i couldn't narrow it down and i couldn't decide between the two so for me two-face would either be oscar isaac or john cho nice i have oscar isaac somewhere else but yeah (laughs) um moving on um wonder woman did you get somebody for her i have two okay lay it on me so uh, I don't know if you might know who Gina Carano is. Um, she's like in Deadpool. Uh, she's the the one of the female villains in Deadpool. Um, I, she is so like she's an Amazonian. Like <laughs> okay, I just I I she was actually talked about. A lot of people wanted her when Margot Robbie or not Margot Robbie. I apologize. Gal Gadot was first announced. Yeah, a lot of people wanted her. Um, my other one, and this is more of like, once again, like, like an older, not old, but older Wonder Woman who's, mm-hmm. who's definitely been around the block a few times, can handle herself, uh, Maggie Q. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love Maggie Q. The show Nikita is what I'm going to talk about on this podcast at some point. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, Maggie Q and like, she's, she's got that like, terrified, like I'm terrified of her in, in like mm-hmm. a good way. Maggie but yeah, those. Excellent choice, yeah. So those are my two choices, I guess. Well, I had I had a really hard time um, mm-hmm. finding, like, thinking of somebody for Wonder Woman because I think Gal is pretty mm-hmm. perfect. But I oh, got yeah, to think about it, and and I don't know why, but all of a sudden I was like, you know, I'd like to see Janelle Monae. As She'd be good too. I yeah, she would be great because I because she you know I haven't really seen her in a ton of things, but I watched Hidden Figures recently and like she fucking blew me away in that movie. And so I'm like I would. She's like, amazing. I Hidden Figures, so great. Um, moving on, we had Green Lantern on the list. This is one I have no goddamn clue because I know nothing about Green Lantern. There are at least three like primary Green Lanterns that everybody knows about. Yes. Um, I did not say which one that these would that these. I put two people down, and I didn't say which one that they would play. Okay. But um, Oscar Isaac was one of them because I would love to see him in that kind of like. Because Hal Jordan, which is the one Ryan Reynolds played, is a very like boyish, um, very Ryan Reynoldsy type type character. Like he's he's snarky, all that kind of stuff. John Stewart, who was the one in Justice League, I did not cast anyone for that. I thought of a couple of different things, but he's like a soldier, former Marine, yeah, um, that kind of thing. So, and then, then there's like another like Golden Age one that I don't know much about. But I said like for maybe for Hal because that's the one I know the best. 
uh, either Oscar Isaac or Colin Ferguson. Once again, it kind of depends on what you're going for. Oh, yeah. Because um, Colin, we, we've talked about Colin on the show before, but he, because he played on Eureka, um, he's mm-hmm. definitely the kind of like normal guy thrust into crazy circumstance, mm-hmm. which is kind of what happens to Hal Jordan. Yes. He, he gets thrust into this crazy outer space police force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he wasn't necessarily prepared for. Not that he can't do it. He just, it's a, it's a whole new way of having to think about things. And so I like both of those actors for that type of, of role. I like so. it. Um, <laughs> did you have somebody for Aquaman? Okay. So <laughs> I, I have, I, I do. And, and it, it was hard, but what I ended up doing was going more comic book. Mm-hmm. Because Jason Momoa doesn't look like the comic book. No. So I cheated on this one. I'm 100% honest. Like Jason Momoa is a person of color. Of course he doesn't look like the comic book. True. I, I cheated on this one. Okay. Uh, Alan Richson played him in Smallville, and I thought he did a great job and, and looks the part. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Alan Richson, what people have seen Alan in, he's not done a lot. He's in Titans right now, and he and he plays a superhero on Titans. Yeah. So, uh, but the other thing is what I, this is just me, Michelle, Aqua Lad comes after Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And so what I said instead is let's replace Aquaman with Aqua Lad and bring in Aldous Hodge. Like that. <laughs> that was my, I was like, there's my Aldous Hodge came in. <laughs> was, was, I want like Jason Momoa to pass the, cause at some point, at some point uh, Aquaman has to take the throne. Yeah. In Atlantis. He can't run around with the Justice League and stuff. So he sends Aqualad, and that's in like Young Justice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Aqualad, I think, is, as Aldous Hodge would be a really cool, interesting. I, I just want Aldous Hodge in all the things. True. I mean, he's in The Invisible Man now. Like, he's, I he's actually. Oh, like... I want to see it. Well, like, it, when I found out he was I... in it, I was like, this feels so strange to me because, like, that's my hardison. Like, he, like. Well, I. <laughs> Um, we, I just mentioned Hidden Figures. He's in it too. He's Janelle's right, he husband. <laughs> That's right. I always forget that too. Yeah, yeah. There oh, are he's so, just so there's so many goddamn people in that yeah. movie. It's, yeah. it's it's hard to remember them all. Um, for for me, uh, for Aquaman, I I had a really hard time like just getting the mental image of Jason Momoa out of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, <laughs> you've kind of ruined. <laughs> Aquaman because you made because you made like Jason like a character in our D&D game. And- Jason Mimosa is in no way Aquaman <laughs> or Jason Momoa. Do not like uh, don't tra- don't don't do that to me. Oh, it's all man. Kimberly's fault and it's, it's all, fine. No, it's all Kimberly's fault. Like but you're the one who technically plays Jason, and so so it's, it's like weird. It's, it's weird for me it's, too. It's weird. It's like D and D is a weird thing, people. Um, but yeah, so I had a really hard time just getting that whole thing out of my head. Um, but this, but finally, like I thought about I thought about Henry Golding, and you had mentioned him earlier. Um, I thought about I him thought too. About yeah. him. But then, as I was typing up my notes, I was like, but I don't know why. I was like, oh yeah, Henry Golding. I think he'd be great. Um, but then I was like, oh, wait, what about Glenn Powell? Like, yeah, yeah, I love Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell has that classic 50s. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I love Glenn Powell. So, um, Which he's also in Hidden Figures. Yes. So yes. shout out, another Hidden Figure shout out there. Yeah. Um, I think about the last one on on the list uh, that we that we discussed was The Flash. 
<laughs> and I, I, you mentioned a choice. I don't know if you stuck with it's it. It's what I stuck with. Okay. Yeah. Technically, he's too old, but Josh agreed he can play boyish well enough that it doesn't matter. Oh, absolutely. Andy Sandberg. I, I like it. I like it a lot. I, I want it desperately. Um, I mean, no offense to to Ezra Miller. I'm sure he'll do a fine job. But like the image of Andy Sandberg as the Flash, just like right. I mean, because because the Justice League Flash has more snark. Yes, like the Justice League cartoon Flash has more snark than a lot of other things, and the movie gave him a lot of snark too. Like the the yeah. new movie. I but mean, yeah, just, you, you just, can't have Ezra Miller and not have a snarky character. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Well, for me, I don't. I tend to think. I tend to think of the Flash as being just such a, like a, a boyish kind of character, as opposed to you know the like the people like like thinking of like the Arrowverse. You know, he's definitely yeah. a lot more like boyish and naive than somebody like Oliver, or you know, um, things are a little more sunshiny in Central City, and so. Yeah. Um, like I said, I tend to think of him as a little more, a little more boyish, a little more, a little more, not necessarily naive, but just that, um, but just that, that type of character. And so the first person that popped into my head, I don't know. I mean, you might know of him. I don't know that you really would have seen him in anything, but it's Reeve Carney. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> re- re- people like television viewers, like you might know him. He played, um, he is my favorite, favorite incarnation of Dorian Gray ever. He played Dorian Gray on Penny Dreadful. Okay, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've um, seen bits of Penny Dreadful with you and my husband. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's He is, like I said, he's literally my favorite incarnation of Dorian Gray, like, of all time. Um, but, um, I, like, this, this is going to sound... Oh, he, he I also meant to mention, he is currently, he's in the original Broadway cast of Hades Town, he plays Orpheus and he is so good it breaks my heart um and like i he was the first person that popped in my head just because of like that mental image that i have of of the flash but the more i thought about it i i thought okay he'd make a great barry allen i don't know about him being the flash if that makes any sense at all um because i i tend mm-hmm. you know because so like for me, where um, a lot of Batman movies like miss the mark is that they'll get somebody who is a really great Bruce Wayne. They're not a good Batman. Or they'll get somebody who is an excellent Batman, but they suck as Bruce Wayne. And I, I, I that, Christian Bale falls into that category for me. Yeah. <laughs> he's great he's as Batman. A- he's, not, he's not a great Bruce Wayne. They just basically completely ignore Bruce Wayne in those movies. Um, True. But anyway, so like Reeve Carney was kind of the first person that I thought of, and I was kind of going for that boyish kind of energy. And so once I set Reeve aside, the person that came to mind was Dev Patel. Oh, I love Dev Patel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just and also I'm like he. We've got him and like David Copperfield and like the Green Knight are both coming out or supposed to come out soon. Or like yeah, we'll see if that happens. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows. Um, but I, I saw both of those trailers like on the same day and I was like, I, I want Dev Patel in everything now. I've um, loved Dev Patel since uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. 
because I, I actually watched that I by myself. Like I rented it and watched it on my own, and he's, it, he's so good he's, in it. He's amazing. I I really love him a lot. Um, that that does it for the list that we compiled. But we like I mentioned maybe having wild cards of you know somebody that <laughs> somebody that we thought you know just like or we we would think of later of like oh this person would be great for this because that's you know that that happens a lot when we have conversations. Do you have any mm-hmm. wild cards? I have eight of them. Oh my god! I only have three, so I, um, I will um, make them quick. Okay. About that. All right. So Zod, who is kind of the other big Superman villain. Yes. Uh, Gerard Butler. I like it. Yeah. Um, and this one is just for funsies, and I don't care. Gorilla Grodd, Nolan North. Yes. <laughs> Uh, there's a whole inside joke about con- the show Con Man that Kimberly and I would yeah. laugh hysterically about. But anyway, um, Green Arrow, who I know has been Stephen Mel for so long, and so that's who we have in our head. Mm-hmm. But so I wanted to think about other people. Um, and my husband actually suggested Taryn Edgerton. I and, I think Taryn would be great, yeah. Uh, and so with that, I put Black Canary, Lindsay Morgan from The 100. She plays Raven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the two of them would be a really interesting, like um, – banter situation like it would be really interesting mm-hmm. um i did hot girl and hawk man as well because mm-hmm. in the justice league cartoon hot girl is one of the main characters yes uh and for hot girl i said summer bashill who i've talked about on here before she's margo on the magicians right um and she's just like she's got that terrifying like tone of voice <laughs> yeah and and now in the magician she's a fighter like she's mm-hmm. she's been trained to use these axes and in a hawk woman uses a or hawk girl hawk woman whatever she uses a uh, mace usually but i just i love that idea yeah. so for hawk man which would be literally her straight man mm-hmm. like hawk man's a lot of time like you've seen uh legends yes, I, I, I always thought hawk girl and hawk man were so badly cast in that show um they just didn't know what to do with the characters they really didn't season one of legends is kind of a mess yeah so for for her like counterpart i said steven Strait, who if you don't know who that is there's two ways you might have heard of him one of them is he is the main character in the show the expanse Mm -hmm. uh and he's really good in that i watched the show the expanse and went oh my gosh it's war and peace from sky high (laughs) Which is a random thing to know him from, but I know him from. Uh, And then the last one I had was Zatanna. Mm -hmm. And I said Zendaya, just because I would love to see that, that go into thing. But yeah, that's, that's my like eight extra. I'm I'm really surprised that my, like, we didn't have any of the same wild cards. Um, (laughs) Because my, my three wild cards, um, I had uh, Ra's al Ghul, it's Oded Fair. Oh yes, I mean there's, that's not even another choice. Yeah, there's there is nobody else. Um, Penguin, this one popped into my head, and I just went, "There can't be anybody else." Penguin, it has to be Patton Oswalt, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, I like that. <laughs> he could, well, yeah, yeah. Patton Oswalt's good for Penguin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also looking forward to him on like the Modoc series that's going to come out. But I, I just love Patton. Like, I think he's incredible. I think he needs to be cast in everything. Um, yeah. But the other one for me, um, I don't have necessarily a very specific person, but just kind of an idea. 
and I really, really, really want to see somebody com- like commit to including the music meister in something. <laughs> and and so, um, you know, I thought, okay, well, naturally, like it would need to be, you know, like it would need to be like a famous musician. But then I and I was like, okay, that that shouldn't be too hard. But then I realized, I'm like, I'm I'm completely out of touch with like modern <laughs> music. And because uh, I am an old, and uh, and so I don't listen to a lot of stuff except for Hosier. And yeah, um, he he he's not right for the part. Uh, as much as I love, <laughs> as much as I love the man, you know, this like six foot eleven Irishman. He's not that tall, but he is a very tall man. <laughs> My God, he's tall. Um, but yeah, like he's not quite right. So then I thought, like, okay, well, who? you know, like, musician, like, who's, you know, universally loved, and, like, who would just be great at it, I thought, um, either, oh, if I'm, sorry, I also remember, like, if I thought about, like, um, modern music, other than, like, Hosier, about the only thing, quote-unquote, modern that I listen to is Lizzo, she could be fun. (laughs) That'd be an interesting music meister, yeah. She, but then I also thought, okay, I think kind of a great music meister would be Lin Manuel Miranda, and it's because the man yes. can do everything. Yes, he is the music meister. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he it, like he lives that that role because like and, and Darren played it. Darren played it on uh, Arrowverse, and they didn't know quite what to do with it, but he was he was yeah. really good with what they did. But yeah, Lin Manuel would be yeah crazy good. I yeah, if they did like an actual like if they had if they committed to it and had the music meister in a DC movie, then yeah, it needs to be Lin Manuel Miranda. Um. But anyway, that that kind of gets it for. for and we know there's a together. million. There's we know there's a million so we didn't many. do. Yeah, this, <laughs> we didn't do half of the Bat Family. We didn't do. Oh yeah, I mean that's because we don't know as much about them. To be hundred percent honest, we don't know yeah. a lot about the Robins and and that kind of stuff. Well, and that, but, that was one thing we talked about. We said, well, if we've got Batman, we need to have Robin. And then we were like, well, fuck, which Robin? Yeah. So that's why we decided to, you know, to stay away from that. And and there's again, there's just so many characters in like when you get into like comic book movies, like it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of like name, you know, like narrow down the list of like millions of characters. So these were just the ones that we were more familiar with. So um Yeah. But yeah, this you know we just thought that this would be fun and something to, you know, take your mind off of, you know, maybe if you're, you're going stir crazy in self-isolation or, or something. Um, but that, do you have anything else to add darling? Cause I'm, I've, I think I'm good. No, but you know, let us know if you have people that you think we missed that you, that, that oh, yeah, how did well, you not choose this person? I'd yeah, love to see us, hear those too. Cause. Oh yeah. Let us, let us great. know. Let us know who you cast in things. Like we, we would absolutely love to hear it. And you know, I like, I, I, yeah, I think that'd be great. And I mean, we're, we're going to kind of do a few more episodes like this. We're not quite sure what they're going to be, but again, we just kind of wanted to have some fun during this time of, of self-isolation and everything and social distancing. So, um, but I think that we'll get it for this episode of Couch Buddies. As always, we thank you very much for listening and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. 
If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.